Welcome to Cardona Ver Coffee. Please remember you can join us live on Twitter Monday through Friday at 1.30 p.m. UTC, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are talking to the Together crew today. They are unlocking the power of everyone's community. Their community health analytics empowers Web3 leaders to build strong communities. Listen in to hear more about their Catalyst proposal. We hope to see you all at Rare Evo in Denver, Colorado, August 24th through the 26th. Get your tickets at rareevo.io. Use coupon code COC10 for 10% off. Get your coffee. Let's listen in. Welcome, welcome. Together crew. Wow. A little bit of dissonance to go with your, with your, money, cor- your money coffee. Man, I can't speak to this. Together crew. GM, how are you? GM, GM. Yeah, pretty good. Thanks for having us. Thanks for joining us and coming to hang out with our crew. Uh, where are you dialing in from? Uh, from Berlin at the moment. Berlin. Le dope. I think that's what they say in France. Um, who's we? Who's us? And what's the you know what's the leadership? And then what is the short version of how you ended up in Cardano? Yeah, sure. Thanks. So, um, Daniel Espina. Uh, quick, quickly about me. I have a background in organization design with about a decade working in the future of work. In around 2018, ended up in Dallas. Actually started engaging with Cardano and Project Catalyst a little bit around 2020, 2021, but then uh, got offered a position as head of governance at Aragon, uh, which I took. So I kind of gravitated a little bit away. But since a year and a half, I uh, started RDAO, which is a community for research and development around human collaboration and better ways to, to empower humans. And from that, we created Together Crew. Uh, so in that community, I met my colleague, who's Katerina. She's not here today, but she's got a PhD in organization network mapping. So essentially understanding the, the science of how to analyze data of social networks and how that affects team performance. And then we were joined by Ashish, who's my other colleague, who has a, about a decade in marketing and then five years as a VC. And after all of that, he took a sabbatical, ended up joining Arendao, met us, and then together we, we started Together Crew that aims to deliver community health analytics and figure out the difference of how can we tell apart a community that when a shock happens is going to just fall to pieces and everyone parts in their own way, as opposed to a community that's going to join shoulders and become even stronger. Uh, and if we can tell the difference thanks to using data in different ways, then can we use that to provide recommendations for communities on how to become stronger, resilient, grow, and so on? Super cool. Um, if any of this sounds interesting to you, or if you know somebody who should be in here to hear this interview, or if you haven't already done it yet, retweet the space. Um, yep. So, uh, Together Crew, what, what is it? Well, what would you like to share with us today? What's Together Crew? Yeah, thanks. So, as I was saying, our, our core is providing insights and recommendations for community builders 
on how to build stronger communities and hence make their projects unstoppable. The, the way we do these is that we gather data across multiple platforms. We started by integrating social, social platforms because the, the volume of data there, the volume of conversations that there are. So we map all of these interactions, like who's speaking with whom and so on, the sentiment of those interactions. Um, and then, thanks to that, calculate ways to improve the community and can provide a set of recommendations for the community builders on which areas to focus on, how to better tailor their strategy, KPIs to assess progress, uh, as well as certain recommendations or indicators, for example, to know which members are likely to burn out or which ones are very engaged and really vital members that are, uh, that are at the core of the social tissue of the community. And so maybe you can reward them. And also, we're now starting to use some of these data to create uh, a bot that can work as a hive mind. So you can ask questions about the community, what's happening, and the bot breaks down the questions in smaller questions, uses AI to answer all of that with previous conversations, and then surface the answers. So kind of to recap, what we do is, precise, is we help community builders to better engage with the community, to better manage people, and to better manage information. And I mean community builders and managing in the broad sense of the world. Uh, these can be anyone who's engaging and using the tool and trying to improve the community, not necessarily just appointing a, an old-fashioned top-down structure. You can very much use it to enable the whole community to build itself. That makes a lot of sense. Um, so is this, these toolings are the way, uh, the, the gathering, the analytics, the insight, are these, is this like a SaaS thing or is, is this um, something someone signs up with and then they get assigned to a person that helps them figure all of this out? Yeah, it's a, it's a SaaS. So it's, auto is, it's automated. Um, as I was saying, we're starting just with the social platforms. The grant is to help us expand to more platforms. And then we can, in subsequent grants, also start to include on-chain data and so on. One of the possibilities that we're experimenting with is because the AI modules of it is something that essentially the cost goes up the more you use it. And some communities might want to use it a lot. Other communities use it very little. So to have fairer pricing, we are thinking about experimenting with a smart contract where you can use different tokens to put them in the, in the contract and it gives you credits to use the tool. So essentially it could be a way to add more utility to your token uh, as, is, as you need to use the token from the DAO to be able to query the community knowledge. So you could get customer support or something like that by using a little bit of the community's token. Or if the community wants, they can simply fill in the fill in the, the fill in the contract and then the users can use it for free without requiring themselves to put the contract. So we could have both options on top of the, the baseline SaaS. Uh, so let's say the the AI module could be uh, an additional extension uh, while the basic analytics are just free because what we want is as many communities as using it as possible to really improve community health in the ecosystem. And then when it starts to get to the more advanced analytics that are just very expensive to compute, requires quite a bit of 
horsepower doing that. Uh, at that moment, then the subscription kicks in. So a freemium, uh, freemium SaaS business model with the potential to experiment with this uh, token system for using the AI. So it's, um, I was just about to ask, how does this relate to the blockchain before you started dropping all the blockchain terms? <laughs> um, is this a is this a blockchain product? Like, uh, yeah. How does how does Cardano fit in? What is Cardano doing, or what are you using Cardano for? Yeah. So Cardano would be the where the the contract for the AI resides. Uh, so essentially, you would be using the blockchain to manage the the tokens and pay for the tool. Then. Cardano itself would be would need to be uh, queried for the data that is on chain to create a range of indicators related to governance or the dispersion of funds, whether the community is more decentralized or less decentralized, or how's the inflow and outflow of funds related to a specific community and all of that. So we were mostly using a lot of blockchain data as well as off-chain data. Super cool. Um, let's do a little bit of like rapid pitch, pitch rounds, right? Because as you're talking, and the more you talk, the more it makes sense. But there's also a lot of abstract words and like aspirational words that can sometimes be hard to understand and really get the value that your platform is offering. Um, so pitch this to an NFT project, you know, in like. 45 seconds or something. How would you pitch this to an NFT project? Yeah, sure. So your project lives or dies based on the strengths of the community. We're going to help you make your community stronger. Some of the, the, the ways we can do that is a toolbox of different tools for that purpose. You can, for example, see who are your most engaged members who are less engaged and not only based on the number of messages, but actually filtering out the spam and you know the people who are really supporting everyone else in the community and keeping it together. You can see who disengage, reach out to, to them, get feedback, and hence improve. You can also enable people to onboard using the AI bot by saying like, oh, hey, how do I participate in the governance? How do I buy the NFT? How, how do I, who's, who should I ask about this topic? Uh, have we ever in the community discussed this thing before? What was that discussion about? And we can, and it can provide you all of those answers. So those are just free examples of different things that you can use thanks to the analytics. But ultimately, the value proposition is the more precisely you know where to focus what's happening in your community, the better you can take action to build it and make it stronger. That is super cool. A lot more concrete um, for sure. So onboarding, what does that look like? So NFT project, what what does the project have to have for you to be able to, to help them? What do they need? Uh, so for, for now, all they need to have is Discord community and, well, the person who has permission management for the Discord so they can add the bot. A few clicks and that's done. The, the tool starts working uh, and providing you the insights. If you support us in the grant and we can advance all of these, then we're also adding Telegram. So you don't only need to be in, in Discord, but if you're only in Telegram, it will work as well. 
then Twitter as well. And then that will also allow us to then start going towards the on-chain analytics. So even if you don't have any of these platforms and you're only on-chain, then you could also start to get some analytics from it. But that would be a little bit further down in the roadmap. Super cool. That was my next question with uh, the Catalyst proposal. Is this what you meant when you said uh, support us with the grant? Yes. Uh, yeah, very much so. So as I was saying, for now, it's just Discord, and we're relying on the grant to expand to more platforms. On the Catalyst proposal, the idea is to, like, we already validated the project a little bit as well in other ecosystems. So we got a little bit of support from Cello, Polygon, Near, uh, now Optimism. Uh, and we like, we like the Cardano folks. We had just kind of been away for a while. So now we're trying to get closer to this ecosystem and the grant will allow us to expand the project, build, build on top of what we already have, uh, as well as do a campaign to share a lot of the research that we've done on community health. Because this project was actually born out of six months trying to understand what leads to healthy communities. And then we realized that data and insights were very important to help community builders do better. But all the other insights also apply. So a small part of the grant is also on the educational campaign. And that's how we hope that the Cardano community will get to know us more is by providing them value. And they'll be like, oh, that's cool. Let me see if now I can use the tool and go even further. Super cool. I was going to ask um, if this is something like catalyst could use um but the on-chain catalyst on-chain data is limited right now because it's on its own little private side chain um yeah so catalyst has uh, a discord server and i know there is a telegram group for proposers and for proposal reviewers uh, if I, I know the term just changed if I got it wrong, but something like that, essentially. I know there is at least those Telegram, those two Telegram groups and the, and the Discord server. So we could use all of those data sources to analyze Catalyst itself. Yeah, the, Discord, the Telegram group is, is, is pretty accurate and representative of, of those, those cohorts, those reviewer people. Um, the Discord, super fractional, though. Not a lot of people are in there. Um, but I think if maybe if you combine Telegram and Discord and maybe um, something else, Reddit or something, you might get a bigger swath of the community, maybe Twitter even. Um, but cool. Uh, if anybody else have a question coming up, we've got another 10 minutes with, to get a crew, um, do the hand thing. I'm going to ask some boring questions now. Um, but if you guys have questions coming up. So together, crew. Uh, where are you? Are, are you a registered company, and in, in what jurisdiction? Yeah, so we are registering the UK. Registering the UK. We have a hand. What's up, Blackjack? Or not? Are you still on vacation, Blackjack? The the what's up next for different communities you're gonna support? You've got Telegram with with this proposal. The proposal is is funded. Um. Are you going to do any of the social stuff? Uh, sorry, of the of the what? Social, like Twitter, yeah. Reddit, I, I think Facebook yeah, is still a so, thing. So Web3 Foundation funded us for Twitter, so that's on the go. Okay. And Optimism is, we got a pre-approval for a grant for Discourse, 
So that platform will be uh, hopefully live as well uh, within a within a couple months, and then the the catalyst proposal is for for Telegram plus uh, some more infrastructure, etc. That we need, uh, especially for the AI side. Okay, can you hear us? Are you back? Check, check. One, two, one, two. Beep, pop, 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 pop. Oh, oh my word! Sheesh. Now we're having technical difficulties. I'm this imagining that cook time is flying, and she's going to a beautiful tropical place right now. <laughs> They're an open source project. For now, it is uh, it is built on more traditional infrastructure. As Alpha, as I was saying, is open source. The idea is that as we start to validate a lot of the architecture, more use cases, have more traction and so on, we can then start as well to explore more how do we transition parts of these into on-chain infrastructure, especially for some of the databases. Right now, uh, we've been talking with Filecoin, with Ceramic and so on. The technology is still a little bit early stage, uh, like that's changing quickly, but it's still a little bit early stage for some of the requirements that we have. But we're hoping that within the next year, a lot of that can change. And also we'll have a lot better insight onto what's needed. And then we can start to contemplate which pieces of these we can migrate to more fully decentralized infrastructure so that the project is sensor resistant. In terms of the in terms of the data, so importantly, we don't collect any personal information, like we don't collect your birthday, we don't collect your age, we don't collect your real name unless that's the name of your Twitter handle and so on. Uh, and we only collect the, the conversations that the community gives us access to. So if you have some private channels where you're sharing very sensitive information, you can simply not give the bot access to those channels and the data will never come to us. So it's mostly public data uh, to a good degree. That being said, there is still important considerations to have about data privacy and, and security. So our team... A uh, good part of them, they are scientists, so anyone who's coming in contact with the data has gone through ethical data training through their scientist career. We're also uh, working with lawyers from LexDAO around the regulation, so we're trying to follow GDPR, and if anyone wants to get their data deleted from the platform or something like that, they can uh, request, request it to us, and then we delete the data permanently. And as well, the, the idea is to invest further into encryption and so on uh, as the platform matures. So that's kind of like an infosec cost benefit analysis. Uh, the more data you have, the more security you have because there is more risk. Uh, at this stage, we're still very small. But the, the idea is to set aside at least 2% of every revenue that we get for the time being and earmark it for specifically for data security issues. Um, we'll see how we how we evolve and how that expense is going, whether we need to increase it or that's enough or not. At this stage, I cannot tell you, but if you're interested to know more, happy to connect you with our CTO who for eight years built uh, a med tech company. So he was actually handling medical data and has a lot of experience on handling sensitive data. That's pretty cool. 
Go ahead, Coach. Okay. Thank you for the response. I appreciate it. Blackjack, are you back with us? Or are you still touching grass? I wish I was touching grass. Aloha, everybody. <laughs> uh, it's beautiful there. If you haven't gone, go to Hawaii, whatever island you choose. Uh, I choose Kauai. Did you come here to shill Hawaii? No, or ask this guy's I absolutely I'm I did not. But I, I'm very curious <laughs> about uh, sample size. Um, the is it uh, with the data that you're pulling? Uh, is there a low bar as far as the amount of data that you need in order to get a real good idea uh, of what's going on? Say you've got a fledgling company; they're two months into their Discord, uh, they're three months into their Twitter. Uh, can they still use you? Uh, and it will be viable data that will be applicable to to them, or will it take a little bit before? Uh, they can really get some real numbers from you. Yeah, so it's it's about the value of the insights. We have one feature that shows you when the community is most active across the hours of the day and the days of the week. So even if you have, let's say, a small team of four people and you're working a lot in a lot in Discord, so your is your main communication platform, that could, for example, still be interesting to see. Oh, how frequently are we texting each other on weekends? or after hours, or how is that? Are we keeping healthy hours, or are we really going overboard? And is there a specific person who's really doing this, or is there someone within our team of five who's like receiving all the messages? So you can calculate the centralization or decentralization of a team almost independent of their size. I mean, if you're five people, you probably know already. The moment that you start to get to 10 and 15 is interesting. We use it for ourselves. Right now, we're a team of 12. Um, with different contributors who are part-time and so on. Uh, and we use it as well to monitor and burnout and monitor like who are the central people who are kind of doing traffic control. And, uh, and in that sense, already from a team of 12 who's working about 50 to 100% uh, of their capacity, every person, mostly on Discord, we get interesting data for ourselves. It, then the more people you have, uh, well, the more, the more valuable it becomes also because you you just cannot really know by your just by your own experience. And um, in general, if it's if it's kind of like more marketing community or something like that, um, maybe you want to have like I don't know a hundred people in Discord. Obviously, the majority of those are never going to be active, but from that point onwards, you can get really good insights. Out of those hundred inactive, you might have like 10, 12, 15 who are active. But you can start to see quick things. So you might be like, oh, I didn't realize that this person had been two weeks, they had a message. Uh, then in, in Arendelle, we have about 40 people and already that happens very frequently. It's like, oh, out of 40 of us, I didn't realize that these two people joined and they actually didn't continue engaging. Let me send them a message and figure out what is. Why is that? And is the tool that surfaces that information? So the other, the other side, so you're getting both sides of the coin, really. So you're getting both the team and how they're interacting both with Discord, Twitter, and any other social media that's out there, along with uh, those members who are being very active, loyal, putting out tweets, whatever the case may be, right? So uh, yeah. that's actually highly advantageous for somebody that's that's starting out as well as just somebody that's been it, around for a little while, let's say. Yeah, that's very much the idea. Like what we're seeing as the future of organizations is being a lot more open. So you will have not binary, like in Web2, you have employee or not employee, customer or not customer. 
Uh, but all of these things kind of merge and become more fluid, more of a gradient. And, and that's already like the way a lot of uh, ourselves, the teams and other different organizations that we started to engage a little bit through this technology are already operating that people start as an audience, then they get a little bit more engaged, they learn, then maybe they become a user, then maybe they become a contributor, then maybe even can become a token holder or something like that. Uh, and so you have this whole barrier and trying to segment it in between what is the team and what the users or what are the token holders. It's more of a Web2 distinction that is useful, but but here we're just seeing the community as a whole, really as that social organism that we want to make successful and thrive. Great, thank you very much, I appreciate it. Uh, and thank you for coming on to Cardano over coffee and coming into Cardano. Uh, it looks like you got a, a pretty good list of groups you're already working with. And we're extraordinarily great, grateful to have you over here and uh, just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, and mahalo. Um, anything you want to add for this crowd or any call to action, any final final? Yeah, so thank you very much all for, for listening and have us. I hope you, you like the proposal. And if not, please give us feedback. Uh, we're engaging very much with the community to, to improve and to add value to the Cardano ecosystem and help build stronger communities. Also, if you have a community and want to test out the tool, give us a follow. We'll be uh, launching the, the most basic version of it, I think, uh, tomorrow or the day after. We'll already be live, so you can test the, the basic ver version and know that any, any funds that we receive are going towards improving and expanding that. Uh, so you don't have to do it in the blind. We we're already delivering value and hope that is useful to you. Thank you all. Thanks for listening to Cardano Over Coffee and a special shout out to the Together crew for joining us today. We look forward to looking over your proposal on lightonation.com. Check out Rare Evo. When is it? It's in Denver, Colorado, August 24th through the 26th. Get your tickets now at rareevo.io. Use coupon code COC10 for 10% off.